Hello, it's good to see you. I'm Andrew Marquez, and today I'm going to be putting my pastor hat on as we look at a devotion together in the book of Hebrews. We're going to be in Hebrews chapter 12, and I'd like to talk about some secret weapons that the Christian has that enables the Christian to succeed in the life that God has given us. And these weapons are not so secret that we don't know about them, but we often forget about them because they are unseen resources that God has placed in our life. And so I'd like to look over the next few devotions of how these weapons, these resources exist in our life and how we can access them and utilize them to live the life God has called us to live. So look with me, if you will, into Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. It says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Our first resource as Christians is a heritage of faith. You see, we as believers are not alone. We have those around us and Christians that are motivating us on our journey, but more importantly, we have those that have gone before us, those that have passed through from death unto life and are with God right now, watching what we're doing and cheering for us and rooting for us and hoping that we will succeed. And so that reality is a great motivator for the Christian. Who in your life was your hero that has gone on and you miss them greatly in your life. But knowing that they are watching you is an encouragement. I mean, it encourages me greatly to know that my loved ones who have succeeded and have ascended and are watching are hoping that I will succeed as well. They're rooting for us. This is that great heritage of faith that we have. In fact, the uh, author of Hebrews tells us that in the previous chapter, that heritage of faith is composed of people such as Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Rahab, we have probably the prophet Isaiah in that midst, these Old Testament saints and then the New Testament saints who are all surrounding us in a great cloud saying, you can do it. And they are hoping and cheering and rooting for us. And that is a secret we cannot forget because it helps us do a few things. One, it helps us remove the burdens in our lives. We have to remove the weight, the burden. And this is not sin because later on it'll say, get rid of the sin too. So what are the things in our lives that weigh us down that aren't sin? I think there's two things. One, we have to get rid of defeatist attitudes. You see, just as a vulture goes around the desert and only sees dead things because that's what it's looking for, we can have attitudes that drag us down. We need to be like the hummingbird that goes around looking for new life, green things, and where God's working, and to think on those positive things to lift us up. We have to shed those, those defeatist attitudes that say you can't do it. My grandpa used to run a business, and he once ordered a, a set of soda cans with the name success on them and he handed them to all his salesmen and said remember success comes in cans it doesn't come in cannots and as Christians we have to have attitudes of I can do this and the cloud of witnesses surrounding us reminds us that others can do it and you can do it too we also have to get rid of bad habits many of us entered the faith with bad habits or we even accumulated bad habits after we became Christians so much of our life in er on earth is habits and it's important that we develop good habits that begin to displace the bad habits. Some of the things we can do is go to church, read your Bible, make an effort to develop good Christian friends, make an effort to be intentional when you're with non-Christians to be a light and a witness. These are the habits that the Christian faith uh, cultivates and we have to shed the bad habits, the, the laziness, the, the, the things that are, are toying with the, the boundary of sin. Those are the habits that can sink us down and we can fail to live the life that God has called us to live as successfully as he would like us to do it. We have to get rid of these burdens. 
we also have to shed the sinful snares in our life. You see, there are two types of sin that the Christian can fall into. One is a sin of disobedience. James says to him who knows what is right and does not do it, to him it is sin. We can sin by breaking God's commands, and we can sin by refusing to do the good things God has called us to do. There's a great poem that said, No, it's not the things you do, it's the things you leave undone, which gives you the bit of heartache at the setting of the sun. What has God called you to do? We need to do these things, and we have to not sin by failing to do what God has called us to do. The sins of disobedience are strong, but there's a greater sin that Paul tells us about in Romans 14, and that he says, anything done apart from faith is sin. We cannot fall into a sin of disbelief. And so when you have those days where you're not sure if this is true, and you're not sure if I can really believe this, and, and you're feeling just discouraged, remember those that went before you and how they endured the same disbelief and said, I will stand on the gospel regardless of how I feel right now. And I will choose to believe, and though he slay me, yet will I trust him. We can do that because we remember that secret family of faith that is cheering for us right now. Finally, we need to run the race with endurance. We get rid of the bad attitudes. We get rid of the defeatist uh, mindsets and the bad habits. And we refuse to fall into the sins of disobedience and disbelief. And we run. And we run hard. The Christian life is not a sprint. It is a marathon. The Christians have to be training themselves daily, and we have to remember that as hard as it is, whenever you see those marathon runners on television, they will all tell you, it's impossible to do this, and yet I do it. What helps carry me through is all the fans the whole way calling and crying out, cheering for me, saying, you can finish. We have that same cheering going on. It's a greater spiritual, deep fervor saying, you can do this, you can finish. So run and keep going and don't give up. Too many Christians will sputter out really hard but not stay the race. So you have to be committed to the long run. And run together in order to win. We will run with endurance the race that is set before us with the Christians alongside us saying that our team will succeed. And as we start rounding the final turn, we'll see towards the end of our lives that great family that has been cheering for us all along. I hope you're encouraged. I hope that you will engage today in God's mission for your life, remembering you have great weapons at your disposal. God bless and have a great week.